0: So today I'm going to pose an interesting question, if you will. It's, can you truly have a decentralized business? It kind of seems like a catch-22 or an oxymoron, doesn't it? Well, we're going to dive into that today, so hopefully you find this interesting. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. By the way, if you are not subscribed to the newsletter, that is niftybusinessweek.com. It is absolutely free, Cover some stories that I might not otherwise do as far as, might not have a full episode to do about it, but there's a story that happened that broke during the week that I wanna cover, what have you. So just check that out, niftybusinessweek.com, absolutely free diving to some very interesting stories there. But as far as can you have a decentralized business? Now, that's a very interesting thing because really, when I think of a business, I think of an organization that is fulfilling some sort of purpose. That's why they exist. And usually that is profit generating, but it doesn't have to necessarily be. It's not a prerequisite of being a business, but an organization that is solving some sort of problem, fulfilling a purpose. That is what I think a business is. Now, there might be up for debate, but that's what we're going to say can you truly have one that is decentralized? And, you know, uh, there's a lot going around. A lot of people are saying with DAOs and blockchains and all these different things and people are voting and so forth. But when I was really thinking about it, I said, all right, let me go back through the years that I've been around. And I think back to the days of Napster. That's where peer-to-peer first came into my knowledge. Now, it maybe happened before this, but when it came onto my radar was with Napster and peer-to-peer music okay this is very interesting however they had a central server central database and everything so by the time you know Bono and the record companies and all these different people started to run around and they came after them and of course that whole company uh went down right they took them to court one everything fell apart They had centralized servers. Then we went to LimeWire and all these different services that was much more decentralized. However, there still was a central server that could come down. So this whole model was moving in the direction of decentralization. However, it still had some form of centralization in the sense that they could still be brought down. But then you got to the point of torrents. This is right when I was going into college now, people were starting to phase away from LimeWire and all this and they started to go after torrents and torrents is basically what we have now with the blockchain true peer to peer scattered you can't really shut it down it's like all over the world no central point of failure if you will and in many ways that's what became what we are now used to and we just take for granted on a daily basis however with that there is no headquarters there is no ceo making the direction there is n- nothing it is so scattered and everything with napster it was making money like crazy because it was running ads and all this stuff. Even though there's peer-to-peer, there was a lot of promotions and advertising. Same thing with LimeWire. There's different promotion things that they had and uh, with banner ads and uh, all sorts of things for them to monetize and make money as a company. But with Torrent, no. Like these things are just scattered. They're all over. I mean, anyone can have them. But then at the same time too, there's a lot of issues in the sense that when you don't have some sort of uh, customer service, a central database, a central company, if you will, there's lots of issues, uh, planes, things can go wrong, viruses and so forth. So by the time we got into college, All sorts of crazy stuff started to happen. Viruses and computers were crashing like nobody's business. I can't tell you how many hard drives my friends and I went through. Not that we were, of course, getting any pirated things because that was just very bad. And we saw those ads that were in the movies. You should not do that stuff. We just happened to pick up viruses through unsuspecting ways. Who knows how they came on our computers. But our computers were crashing and all sorts of stuff. And then in steps, the the savior, if you will, Spotify and streaming. Of course, there's other platforms that came before them. But now... Now it's sort of like, you know, well known, like Spotify is the king in the game. So we went from one extreme to the other extreme and then back to the other extreme. So we went from everything being completely centralized on these servers and we're going peer to peer to semi then it was complete chaos the wild west everything's just going all over the place and no way to stop it and then going back to the other extreme where we don't even own the files or anything it's all streaming it's all up on the server we're at the mercy of this company and everything we pay whatever they say we pay the artists are getting paid so completely opposite spectrum right the question that i opened up this thing is can you have a decentralized business? And the reason why I went through all that history, all the different things to show you how we move and swing and all sorts of things, I see a lot of people trying to turn this into a a community-led business, like these NFT projects and so forth. And I think that's great, having people have voices and inputs and so forth. But now when it comes to a business, decentralization is awesome, but lack of leadership is not. Now, I know this might rub certain people the wrong way, whatever it is, I understand. But the example I'm going to use, let's go to Web3, right? Bitcoin, we all love Bitcoin. However, there is no like leadership. There is no one that can get anything through. And that's also why we love Bitcoin for the purpose that it is, that it can't be changed. It can't be manipulated by a whale and so forth and all these different things that I'm not even going to go into. That's why we love Bitcoin. We're all here. We know the story, right? But when there is a problem with the chain, let's say scalability issues or what's going to happen after the 21 million Bitcoin are on chain, like how are the rewards and the security of the chain going to work? all these different things that needs to be thought of and how we need to get proposals to make it more sustainable beyond the next few hundred years or whatever it is well then it's very hard to get anyone to agree on anything because it is so decentralized which is an amazing thing why we value it and love it so much but at the same time if this was a business it would be a complete disaster in the sense that Nothing could get done. It is so fractured. All the things that I said, again, that we love about it is also why I don't think it's a great model for a business. Then, of course, you have the maxis that are going to knock all the other chains, such as Ethereum and Solana and all these other ones, because it is not Bitcoin. Things can happen. You know, there's forks and splits and upgrades and so forth. All right, whatever. Not going to go into all that. However, what I wanted to say, though, it is just very interesting, really, really, really interesting that people then decided to take that model, bring it into NFT projects and start these different things and think that they can make a sustainable business model off of it. And it's like, oh, yeah, we're not having uh, leaders and such. And we're making decisions. We're putting it all out to vote as a community. Well, first of all, that was a recipe for disaster. You gathered a whole bunch of people that primarily came into this thing for quick flips, Quick gains. So they're thinking short term. Now, if you are a leader, a business owner, a business builder, an entrepreneur, you're building this stuff to be sustainable. You don't want to uh, be here and rise to the top and then be out of business within six months, right? Like, no entrepreneur that I've ever come across had that in mind. Like, yeah, we just want to make as much money as we possibly can in six months and then shut our doors. That's a scammer. That's a fraud. That's all sorts of different things. But I'm talking about a legitimate business. No one starts it like that. They might say, I want to exit. I want to sell my business. I want to start a newsletter, YouTube channel, whatever it is, sell it, sell the brand. Okay, cool. As an influencer. All right. But a business owner that's building an enterprise doesn't think that way. So you're going to have to make some very uncomfortable, unpopular decisions. What's best for the business, whether that means cutting staff, that means raising prices, changing the direction and so forth. Those decisions have to be made by a leader. Now, when you have something that is completely decentralized and everyone's looking out for their own interest, I don't know, it can get really kind of sketchy. Things either don't get done or somehow gets manipulated in order to then be in the best interest of someone at the top. Now, the thing with these NFT projects and these other types of things that are not named Bitcoin is that the supply is so much less. 21 million versus 10,000 or 5,000. It's completely night and day. So when you look at it like that, like now that's why I I don't think it is the best model for a business. If you're doing some sort of educational play, like a true Dow in its essence or some sort of goodwill project or something of that nature, like a real charity, awesome. I think that's great because at the end of the day, it's other people's money that you're spending and distributing. So yeah, everyone can have a little say where it goes and so forth. But a business for the long term, trying to solve a problem, trying to get somewhere, Uh, I think it is in the best interest of a business to have a leader, right? Leaders get people through crisis. Leaders get people through tough times. And when the sheep are leading the flock, things go crazy. But anywho, point of this is not to knock decentralization. I think decentralization is absolutely amazing because It just opens up the gate for literally everybody. It's like the great equalizer, if you will. Awesome. Love it for that. cannot be manipulated. All the shenanigans that we saw with our current monetary system globally, it just cannot happen in a world of Bitcoin. But when it comes to running a business, people that try to model what they're building in Web3 saying, oh, yeah, we're building a business. This is sustainable. We're going to be here for the next 20, 30, 40 years. We're quoting Gary Vee and we're going to run with that as if it was our own. And I know because we all have access to all of Gary V's content, but you know, I don't think that's a good idea to then set it up as like this free for all, the whole community is making decisions. Because look at V friends, right? Gary has a president a CEO and all these different things and they're making decisions for the project. They're trying to grow it. Look at Luca with the pudgy penguin and so forth. Yeah, sure. There's things that are out there. The ideas are coming from the community and so forth. But at the end of the day, guess what? The leader is making that decision. So when it comes to making a business, I think a leader is awesome. You could have decentralized power in a sense, but the leader has the vision, the leader has the decision making and so forth. But yeah, the reasons why we love decentralization and crypto might be the reasons why we shouldn't love it to set up our business that way. So even the biggest maxis I know that are all about decentralization, when it comes to their business, their content, their enterprise, whatever it is that they're doing, guess what they do? They're not decentralizing that, why? They're putting time, energy, and money into this thing, they wanna see it go forward, they have a vision for it, they're going to make decisions. So it's kind of cool in the sense that like, we that are in this space, like we have the best of both worlds. We can see where decentralization is absolutely necessary for security, trust, and all those other things, and then pick and choose what elements of it we need within the business that we're building. And I think that's just really cool, right? Because we are decentralized, if you will, doesn't mean that when we're setting some sort of business and building for the future, that we're not going to take the approach in what we are building as individuals, as leaders, right? So... I think there's a fine line, and I know a lot of people, once they start to think of, oh, well, I'm giving you money to do this, well, yeah, sure. Like, look at VCs and venture capitalists and angel investors and so forth. The vast majority of them do not sit in the business and poke at the founders that they funded. Like, they they don't. Now, when you get to certain levels and like you're putting billions into companies, you can remove people from the board and uh, add CEOs and and, and things of that nature. But what I'm talking about is like a startup company, for the most part, they're given funds and they're giving resources. And it's not like they're sitting in there at every single interview saying, yeah, hire that person. No, don't hire that person. Oh, no, 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 no. Go with blue desk instead of red desk. Like No, it just doesn't happen. So yeah, I think we have it a little bit backwards in Web3. And I think uh, coming out of this whole thing and people are actually building real businesses and so forth, rather than just meme coins and JPEGs, I-, I think that is something that we're going to see. And I don't think it is a problem if I'm buying into a business that has central leadership. I, I don't. I really see no issue with that. And I want to see that. Right. On the other hand, a chain where I'm putting my money and things of that nature, I, I I don't want to be locked out from my money because some whale wants to change the proposal that if you have more than 10% of the chain, then your funds are doubled when everybody else is diluted, or some crazy thing like that could happen. Now, I don't want to see that happen. I want to see it decentralized. But again, we're talking a completely different thing, securing the chain versus a particular project or a business. So, anywho, hopefully you found this interesting because a lot of the times when I'm in these spaces people are saying some crazy stuff. Like they want everything decentralized. I remember when I first came into Web3, the peak of everything and everyone was talking about, yeah, I can't wait until there is a Web3 decentralized version of Google Docs. Like what? Why? I don't remember which episode of the podcast that was, but that was definitely within the first 100 episodes when I said, I can't believe I just heard somebody in a space say that they want to build a Web3 version of uh, Google documents. What problem are you solving by doing that? Okay, sure. You don't want to have your uh, information go to Google and be up in the cloud and all that. I 100% understand that. But there's open source word processors that you just download the code on, you throw it on your laptop. You can, heck, you can run it on Linux or something if you really want to and be super secure. But a Web3 version of Google, like I don't know. Anywho, so just because we have the technology it doesn't mean everything has to follow the same protocol on chain and all that stuff, like use it where it makes sense. And th- that's all I'm saying. And sometimes we just get too excited, too exuberant about the tech that we're so passionate about. And when we speak about it, just, just step back for a minute, pump the brakes. All right. See what's going on here. What's up and see how we can then use this stuff to really build some things so that's all i just wanted to say but i'd love to hear your thoughts on that some of this stuff that i probably said kind of rubs people the wrong way but at the end of the day that that's just what i am seeing in the space like people don't know where to apply this stuff and where to pull back and do what makes sense but as usual thank you for taking time to tune in as we're learning and building web3 together so until next time later the nifty business show is not investment advice it provides insights and information within the space